This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. time to get geeky get awesome it is the awesome cast i'm mike sorg at sorgatron the twitter here in the sorgatron media studios in pittsburgh pennsylvania and i can promise that today's episode will have stunts i can also promise that uh this episode also has from uh, the big d in dormont pa pa he's the gadget guru at the big bank international esquire uh over at studio c the chilla john chichilla how you doing sir Putting people to sleep since uh, 2021. Sleep. <laughs> Putting t- t- people to sleep since two o'clock this after- afternoon, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but if we had a, he told us a great story here before the show. I don't think we. I should have had that on the Patreon, but uh, he's putting people to sleep in meetings. That's great. Um, also with us, um, rallying everybody up on the internet. We'll find out why in just a few moments. Uh, the hello, <laughs> the hello Kitty, con- the hello Kitty controversy. Contra- the controvertricure I, I, there's a word in there i swear there's a word in there <laughs> that is with us katie how you doing good good <laughs> so, and hot off of your first attending a hockey game in god knows how long yeah years yeah I, I don't know last night it's been a while since i i mean i work them but i don't ever get to go to them I that's was different that's different i don't count I don't count uh, 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 attending a wrestling show the same as like filming one, right? It's it's a different yeah. thing. You're on a different side of it. It's nice to not have to be working. So, and also back with us from Grind City, you can watch on so many different platforms, and a year old as well. Not not the guest, the the, the platform. Yeah. <laughs> it is the button pusher buttons are joining us? How you doing? <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm good. How are you guys doing? I, I see you've upgraded your nerd specs. Oh, yeah. I, I'm in now. <laughs> I told you guys last time I was there, I was I was working my way up to get my nerd certificate, my nerd status. I'm in the building now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, thank you for coming back. We didn't scare you away. Yes. She said yes to come back. So nope, that's, that's nope, good to I'm see. I'm right here. <laughs> so uh, we'll be catching up with uh, what's going on with you over there at uh, Grind City. But in the meantime, we hope everybody catches up with us at awesomecast.com. And please subscribe to the Awesome Cast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Please rate and review us. Uh, you can email us at awesomecast.com for any comments or advertising opportunities. Tweet us at awesomecast and join us. Uh, follow the Facebook page and follow us on the Facebook group where a lot of great discussions and stories from throughout the week uh, you guys put in there and we put in our rundown uh, to hopefully get through to the show. Uh, and of course, we are live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here on Facebook Live, as well as here on YouTube for the awesome cast and on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page. Uh, so however you like to watch a video with us, whatever works for you, whatever app is loaded on your phone, and easier for you to cast your TV uh, on Tuesday afternoon, 7 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Giving a shout to our audio partners, our friends at the 405media.com, still streaming us on a regular basis over there, and our friends at postindustrial.com. I've been sharing a lot of the content that we've been putting out throughout the week from the awesome cast. Please go check them out. Postindustrial, I, I don't say it enough, but Postindustrial actually covers a lot of the Rust Belt 
um is is their beat like basically <laughs> basically pittsburgh into the midwest uh so so it's kind of cool to get that perspective on things as opposed to like a, you know the new york la mindsets i feel like we get a lot in media or you know that's hey that's why we started this show because we were tired of hearing how how cell service sucked in la in san francisco we went to talk about what how much it sucked here in pittsburgh uh, <laughs> so um actual origin story yeah, actually uh but anyways thank you to our patreon supporters our friends at patreon.com slash awesome cast you guys have been getting a lot of content lately actually had a late drop yesterday i know but uh, uh, our friends at the coffee club level, Matt Weller, John DeGore, John Carmen, Cynthia Klosky, and Scott McTaggart of the Pitchworks podcast. And at the fan of the show level, our friends, uh, Michael Fedor, pjsmuseums.org, Professor Buzzkill with his great podcast, and uh, Dave Ponner of the iPhoneography podcast. I think I got all the podcast plugs in there. So thank you so much. If you guys want to be part of that rundown, support the show and get your thing plugged here uh, pretty consistently at the beginning of the show, uh, you can support the show at patreon.com slash awesome guests. And, and again, we do have a lot of extra um, content. Uh, I was uh, Buttons was asking, so I, just, I, I told the origin story of how I ended up working the last five, six years with our friends at SA International, uh, which leads to interesting traveling. And I talked with people from Egypt yesterday. Wow. So as part of that, and a and a fellow from uh, General Motors today about uh, zero emissions. It was fun. It was, it was a lot of cool, fun tech stuff that we're doing over there, and uh, and that's gearing up here again soon. So very excited. So a lot of stuff to be excited about. Um, let's get started with. Oh, geez, let's. Oh, I, I woke up Google or Alexa. Mm. I'm not sure. I don't even know how I did it. Uh, <laughs> just talking to me. Um, but uh, Dutters, let's talk. Let's start with you. We, we mentioned last night uh, your experience, but uh, but uh, uh, tell us a little more about that. Ah, so um, last night I did get to attend a Pens game as mm-hmm. a fan. Uh, it was their Hockey Fights Cancer Night, which usually occurs in the fall uh, in November, but uh, because of the pandemic and the weird season, uh, it was not like that um, this year. So they decided they had uh, Hockey Fights Cancer last night. And they asked me if I wanted a suite, the Pittsburgh Penguins Foundation. Um, a while back, uh, I was featured in a video. Um, I, I've worked for the Pens for, gosh, I think it was like 11, 12 years now. And uh, they did a nice video where they gave me a jersey with my name on the back. And uh, I had a nice message from Sidney Crosby, which was all very, very cool. And, and such a, it was an awesome, awesome experience in, in the locker room. And so they invited me back to, um, for the game last night, gave me a suite. There was uh, food in there, which was super exciting because who doesn't get excited about food? But uh, the surprise was is they played my video during first intermission, <laughs> which I had no idea was going to happen. Uh, it was such it's actually a really funny story that we were we were all hanging out in the suite. We're all hanging out in the suite. And during intermission, I had a couple friends who were also attending the game that I was going to run downstairs and say hi to them real quick. Uh, ran downstairs, heard my own voice over the speakers, <laughs> um, sprinted out to a ramp down in the 100 section and caught the video. And if you see how I reacted to the video, that was pretty much how I reacted. Watching it again was just like, like just, I, I, there was, there was tears. I was so excited. I was, I, I literally yelled, it's me. Somebody's in the really- seats below your box saying like, what the heck? <laughs> The best part was, is like, so the suite was here and I was literally in by the seats, like right below it. And I, it was, they didn't realize that I was just right there. And I was getting calls and texts from everyone in the suite. Like, you know, your video's on. And <laughs> meanwhile, I'm watching it. 
and um but it was in it was really funny i was like it's me and like at the end there were people applauding and i went like top of my line i was like Woo! <laughs> <laughs> loge behind well, this really nice lady offered to take a photo of me in front of it because she realized it was me and i was crying and she's like can i take your picture in front of it i said thank you and then so this loge the seats behind me were saw me get excited and they're like yeah, they just started applauding and clapping and screaming, and it was really, really funny. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> and they were really sweet. And then come to find out uh, the crew up in the suite actually heard the my little applause section. <laughs> they just didn't realize I was down there to hear it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but it was really a cool night and had a lot of fun and really appreciative for all the things the Pittsburgh Penguins Foundation, the Pittsburgh Penguins have done for me. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize that was a cancer night you were doing last night, but <laughs> that's cool. I thought they were just they were just playing the video in general when I saw your t- your uh, story on it too. So, um, no, that's really cool. Uh, Chilla, what's your awesome thing? My awesome thing is rather low tech. Um, okay. I was looking. I was looking for a way to like keep my desktop organized, especially at work, mm-hmm. um, and. I've I've played around with oh drag everything into folders do this do that but then I have folders strewn about and I have things in an order and then I was actually watching a TikTok and someone said hey there's all these desktop background organizer wallpapers hmm. where they actually have like if you scroll down in the the URL is extremely long to remember but it's I think androcollect.blogspot.com but someone's gone out there and collected all these wallpapers and what the wallpapers have are either different shaded areas of, you know, things you need to do, things you need to file, inspirational stuff, the to-do you're working on, miscellaneous. Um, so I've actually, my work computer, I've actually set my background um, <clears throat> to one of these. And then you, some of them have like blank folder pieces at the top so you can kind of make them whatever you want to. Um, these wouldn't be too hard to create on your own, especially if you have, you know, a large res, high res display. Um, you can obviously get way more icons into a lot of these areas. Some people have gotten pretty creative as you go as you go down there. They actually have like um, pictures of shelving units where you can drag your your um, application icons around, and there's like a a, a um, bulletin board on oh. the wall of the picture. Um, that shows you kind of you can put stuff up on the bulletin board I thought was kind of cool Um, but just just a way to keep things organized because I don't know about you but much like the um, unread email notification on my phone which is currently sitting at 48,844 my my desktop tends to get a little cluttered with with icons and whatnot Mm mm-hmm that's awesome. I, I've seen versions of this over the years, but but you know, and I always wondered if it was worthwhile to do it because I'm getting a little cluttered myself, there, Chilla. But my, my, well, and, and, mm-hmm. and what I found myself doing was like, oh, I would just take all the PowerPoint files and drag those into a PowerPoint folder, or I would take all of some document type and, and pull it into a folder. This allows me to like keep a little more of my workflow going, but also mm-hmm. kind of keeps me more folders with projects or or other types of information rather than just sorting by type and, and dragging and dropping or sort of searching for keywords and just hoping hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. All right. I want to do mine next before while well, this is still working, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I can do it. Uh, my awesome thing is this little drone. It's a Tello drone. It, it, it says it's got DGI and Intel technology in it. I don't know what that means. It's by a company called Rise, uh, R-Y-Z-E. So uh, this actually was a birthday present from uh, a wife of the show. Uh, and and I've wanted for ages just a small, cheap thing like this um, that I can, you know, learn how to drone, basically. You're not looking for something necessarily to shoot video or anything yet. Just something to get used to doing a drone. And before, you know, I, I don't want to crash a $500 piece of equipment or, you know, <laughs> those things get expensive, right? Uh, you know, plus cameras and gimbals on it so this thing is so simple you throw the battery in there at bluetooth it does have a camera and then it controls by your 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 phone you connect over wi-fi so the range isn't going to be that much okay and the video streaming is uh only what you record to the phone over the wi-fi so it's not entirely a lot that you want to do but uh it's pretty nifty um so here we'll just uh go ahead and whoa there it is there it is if you guys are on video <laughs> hanging out and uh it, it works pretty well and uh when you're when you're done with it it'll land right on your hand boop oh dope I love like it. that oh no it's still going i don't know why it's still going there you go uh but anyways <laughs> there that was my demo i uh, was that's my first uh, active drone use here on on the uh show but uh i took it out to the park um last uh thursday when we got a and i've been driving around a little bit like around around i love the one lump thing is like this is the kind of drone that was just fine for your house mm. explain that for to your dog uh, <laughs> not happy about it, but it, no, it is kind of nice because it's kind of lightweight, easy to use. Um, it it, it kind of balances itself, and I, I'm guessing like most of the drones don't do that. I did a little bit of video, and again, this is stuff captured from it. If you watch the video, you'll notice like there's a lot of kind of pixelation as it's getting uh, out there and everything like that, you know, because it's again broadcasting over the Wi-Fi to your phone to record. And this is the uh, this is actually the uh, the ball field up at Banksville uh, uh, Park. Uh, so I couldn't go high enough because I knew if I went high enough, I could like maybe see downtown buildings and it would not get high enough to do that, but pretty good. I, I could see, the, I could see the, the roof of my house and how much work I need to have done up there uh, the other day. <laughs> but I was also worried about it, you know, getting, it, it gets blown pretty easy and like the, pretty much the lightest of wind um, and, you know, things like that landing uh, mechanism. Um, it's really good just balancing and staying in place because it's got two sensors on the bottom. So that's where a lot of that's going. You, you probably see that blinking on the on the video there. Uh, again, it was only about a hundred dollars drone. Um, I think I think she got an extra pack that came with like the three batteries um, and a and a battery pack. Or I'm sorry, a battery charger. Otherwise, there's like a USB in the side that you would just plug in. Batteries say say they're rated to last about 13 minutes. So, which I think is pretty standard as far as drone use goes. Um, mm. And uh, and the app has a lot of. Um, like it'll do flips it'll do spin arounds it'll do a thing where it's uh it's kind of raising and backing off for really cool shots if you want to see something in particular and like do a pull away uh kind of you know jib kind of shot um and uh and and, and other, the other cool thing is it will if you bluetooth your um like xbox controller you know we, we've got the xbox controller with the clips for all the gaming we've been talking about chilla works great for this device um adds a little bit more of a tactile feel to it so again, uh, if you're looking for something particularly to do video, 
I would not recommend this, but if you're like 720 video comes over Wi-Fi, I don't need the highest quality thing. Maybe I just need to look at my roof or something takes pictures as well. Those seem pretty clear. Um, this may be the device for you. I think it's a pretty good one to get yourself started on. It's helping me build confidence in drone use at least until, you know, I, I, you know, get the big one for the business, uh, is the idea. So, um, so, so thank you, Life of the Show, for the birthday present that we've been playing with, and my dog hates you. (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess the Tello, uh, by Rise, I think it's Rise Robotics is the company, um, so it's a pretty cool little thing. I'll probably do some more videos and put some more stuff out, and if you look on my Facebook and my Twitter at Sorgatron, uh, that, that, uh, short video is up there. And again, that's a video that it, it was taken on the phone. I threw it in iMovie, slapped something together real quick, and then it was out on Twitter. You know, it's cool to be like, hey, let's do a quick thing like this, right? Uh, and if it's 720, as long as you're not getting that thing too far away from you, the video quality is pretty okay. Um, so that's a little little bit of tips tips for between that and like I, I was look, looking at uh, videos online of other people reviewing it and their video looked a lot better and I realized all they were doing was just circling themselves. And so it's going to have the strongest thing. Um, one tip I got, if you get a battery pack, like for your phone charger battery pack, and a Wi-Fi extender, you can make it go further. But probably not recommended because then if you get too far out of range, you can't see things. <laughs> so so that was a little little bit of a hack, I guess, that uh, that they had out there. I might try that out at some, re- some point, too. So there you go. That's my fun, fun toy. Uh, so... I, I- Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool on their site they're showing, and I'm interested to know how it would work. It, it'll work with a VR headset, so it can be like hmm. you're flying in the drone. So, so I'm not clear if it if it was supporting flying with VR or if it was um, like you can go back and watch the videos. I thought in VR. So uh, I think because as the VR like you know Google Cardboard thing pops up with, in the video that's recorded, so I don't know. I could be mistaken. Maybe I'm missing a setting in there. Um, because it says fly with breathtaking first person view. Okay. You should you should see if if you plug in if you plug in the Android app and throw it on your uh, Galaxy VR. I was gonna say I. I w- <laughs> Oh no! Don't make me do that. Chill. I'm gonna, hey, have you ever seen a man with a VR headset in the middle of a baseball feed vomit? <laughs> you will. You will. Um, but I'm not looking forward to the VR aspect of it. I, mean, I don't even look down at the camera for the most part, other than to see what the shot looks like, because I'm not. I guess I don't have that confidence yet. But I don't know. We'll see. Again, have you have you seen the people that race? Yeah, yeah, like no, the that's drone, nuts. and they wear they wear the VR goggles, and they're yes. like high speed racing those things around old malls. I mean, yes. it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the dream. This guy, I mean, I mean, like if we could, hey, they're affordable. If you want to do just a really cheap, you know, throwaway drone racing league, like that's kind of what these are good for. You could buy like ten of these for a thousand bucks and go for it, right? <laughs> So, yeah, there you go. So it's it's like the demo derby of uh, of drones. So so buttons, you've been doing a lot of great stuff over there at Grind City, and of course yeah. it's a it's it's. But I got an awesome thing though. I have an awesome thing. Sure, absolutely. Real quick, I don't, I'm not sure if people talk about this as much as they should. Uh, a lot of people are becoming podcasters, right? Yeah, tons of pod. Everybody's popping up. Yeah, I've, I've noticed. Pod, yeah, along <laughs> with the podcasters popping up. 
or all these little companies like StreamYard and VLive, all these little companies mm-hmm. that are soaking up the money for people to, to try to stream live, broadcast live. So what I like to use and what I like to recommend to a lot of the new podcasters, go over and check out Restream.io. Very, very dope product to use uh, when it comes down to streaming. You can add um, some overlays. You can add your, your, yeah, very, very dope. And you can mm-hmm. use the free version of that yeah. and still have a very nice uh, output. And it's not as tricky as some things like Zoom or your, uh, StreamYard. So I, I wanted to bring that to attention to a lot of the new podcasters who are coming up looking for ways to stream live that's cost effective and doesn't limit your time. Because, you right. know, when you're using something like Zoom yeah. and it's free, it yeah. limits your time and it cuts you off. Restream has a very, very... Uh, cool format and also does not limit your time does not cut you off and as long as your internet is good that thing is going to stream for as long as you're streaming has a very good connection rate uh very nice i I like i like it and i trust that people uh if you want to stream because what i try to tell people streaming is great it's cool right but you have to make your product look great you have to make it look good as Mm -hmm. well you can't just get on your cell phone and, and it just looks a mess. It has to look good so people will watch it. So you want to use something that's cost effective uh, and, and and works for what you have. Because all of us don't have all these different pieces of equipment. Right. We may just have our phone or just have our laptop. So what I liked about uh, Restream, when I first started using it, they didn't have a live studio then. No. You could just stream to these different locations. Mm-hmm. Well, they've built a live studio now. So you can add things to your broadcast, add other people, up to 10 people, I believe, on, on, on each broadcast. And that's still on the free version. And they have other paid versions that gets better. So I would recommend people, if you want to get into streaming and you don't want to have to download a lot of equipment, you can use a rate on your browser. Yeah. Go ahead and check out Restream.io. So for us, you we you may be watching us on Restream right now. <laughs> yeah, you, you just may. You because just may. we actually use it. That's what we use to to duplicate our feed out to go to yeah. Twitch and YouTube. Yeah. And it's a yep, free yep. version. It just says powered by Restream and and you know we delete Which it. you can edit off. Yeah, you yeah. can edit that off yeah. once you're done with it. I use it as well. I use yeah. it as well. And why I like it is because it allows me to also stream to my network. Yeah. Yeah. So when I'm live and I'm having uh, conversations with people and I'm interviewing people, we're streaming to all the internet places, but it also allows me to stream to TV. Yeah. At the same time, so I love it. I absolutely love it. We have we have like an account for every show, like the free <laughs> account, so we can do like one thing here and there. Yeah. Because yes. we have uh, we stream the Vimeo, and then that takes care of the Facebook because you have to pay to do Facebook because there's some extra uh, qualifications for that. Or if you want to say, go to say two different Twitch pages or something like that. Oh, right, like, right, that, right, that, right. That, that's, a, yeah. that's a money I add on. So we actually use it because like, Restream is good about going to one YouTube account and then like any Facebook you want and then to manage like other accounts like that and other configurations. Well, it, it's just a little more difficult, right? So it's like, well, Restream, we can do this and this and we just log into this and it's connected to this this yeah. show and then we can, we, we have like a layer <laughs> system yeah. of things happening here. But no, like the, the tools in there, like I, I've seen the email emails as well because we, we i mean we have the studio and vmix and everything so right, that's how right. we do our you graphics don't need that, but for right person, right but for the yeah. new person that doesn't want to do this with um listen man I'm, I'm i'm looking at three different computers in front of me to do this show and an yeah. ipad to manage the zoom call right yeah. so like not everybody has that but they want to do something cool like you can do that you know yeah. and that's for your show doing your thing like that's great 
you know yeah. that that's that's an awesome get started point for uh for people like that and there's like professional things on there and it, yeah. and, it and it gets more pro the more you throw a little bit of money at the restream more too. money to it yeah so yeah. It, it's been a great option that's been a great option for that Vimeo started building in their own uh, graphic system into uh, that too. But again, Vimeo you know, is expensive. Vimeo is expensive. Woo! Yes, Vimeo is <laughs> it expensive. is expensive. I, at them, I was like, all right, well, you know, I can't, you know, I just got my glasses, you know, yeah, that cost yeah. Grip. So, yeah, I can't afford you, Vimeo. <laughs> no, no, it, you, the Vimeo, you don't even think about Vimeo unless you got clients that'll pay that bill. You Absolutely. know, that that is, that's the, and we do. So that's that's the only reason we have it. But the great thing is then it's a tool that helps out all the rest of the productions that we have going on here too. Right. So then we can up that quality a little bit. Um, so and it's and it's a little more reliable than j just going to straight to YouTube or Facebook or something. Because now, Absolutely. if Facebook has a bad night, we've had that. We've tuned in at seven o'clock and Facebook is completely down. And we say and we tweet, hey guys, make sure you go to the YouTube. You know, you gotta you gotta keep that in mind. Like you, it's good to dedicate to that platform. But always have that. Well, what if what if that platform has a bad night? What am I going to do about that? So I, and that's what help, that that's that's what we're uh, restream is really good because it is streaming to two or three different places at one time. So mm. if Facebook is not bringing up your your stream, uh, your YouTube could be your Periscope, and you with your Periscope you share to Twitter. So your stream is up through restream. That's what I really really yeah, like about. Yeah. So and, and there might be ways. I think I think maybe on the pay ones there may be ways to take that retreat restream and like if you want to embed it right in your website or something like yeah. that, mm -hmm. so that you don't even have to depend on the other ones. If you mm -hmm. want to put your own chat room in there, if yep. you want to if you want to get to that, and they have like scheduling and and you can upload videos and they'll quote stream live, you know yeah. things like that. If you want to premiere like a show or something like that, but yeah. not upload it just to Facebook and premiere it. Like, right. it, and it, but even when it go, does this to Facebook. Uh, ideally, it would look like a live video, like we're doing now. Like we're doing so, now. Yeah. so, but no, a lot of really cool. Like Restream's really, really grown up over the last couple it of years. It really has. I'm yeah. very proud of that company. Cool. They really invested in streaming the right way because, like, again, there are so many companies that are taking advantage of people wanting to stream, mm. and they have not perfected what it takes to do that. No. Uh, so no. people's streams are crashing. Meanwhile, you're charging people for this. Restream took a very serious approach to uh, streaming and helping people accomplish that goal, and they kept it within yep. a price range that from free to the highest bracket is still yeah. not yeah. going to kill your pockets. I really like that company. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely consider them highly, highly. And we, we, we have also paid for them for certain clients too, when we've needed to, uh, as well. So, um, so, uh, hey, I want to come back to you in a second buttons, but in the meantime, I want to give a quick shout out to our friends over at slice on Broadway, sliceonbroadway.com, New York city style Yinzer made here in Beachview, Carnegie East end. And I, they made they, the North Hills one should be open by now. I haven't checked in on that. one just yet. Uh, but in the meantime, we do need to check into our next part of our six part series of what's on the box. They updated their boxes over there at, uh, at, uh, Slice on Broadway. A lot of fun stuff. I think I read something new every time. And, uh, this is the uh, part four of what's on the box. Hold on. My, this, this is really small over here. I think I need glasses next uh, buttons. <laughs> like update. I need the other glasses Updates for, for up update. <laughs> So our big tip for this week is if you collect enough Slice on Broadway boxes, you can play Jenga with them. Oh. <laughs> you know, I have it thrown away. I think I have about three pizza boxes sitting at home already because I keep forgetting to throw them in the trash. Forgetting to put forgetting. my air quotes here. 
so I can try a couple of these, you know. Um, if you want to skip ahead to the end of our six-part series of What's on the Box, go ahead and order your own at Slice on Broadway online ordering. It's on DoorDash, Grubhub, and all that kind of stuff, too. If you're in the greater Pittsburgh area, you can probably get yourself a slice. Supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Thank you to our friends over there for supporting the show. And thank you to our friend Buns for joining us here from Grind City, Grind City dot biz over on yes. your roku on the android as well and yes. uh you you so i i had you on because um it is it is women's month women's month yes. women's history month and i know you were doing a lot of great stuff but it, it it turns out that wasn't the only thing you were celebrating this month right 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 uh march is extremely important to grind city uh six years ago six years ago i opened up the doors here in my physical building uh, at Grass, it's called Grass City. Uh, so we're celebrating our six year anniversary of being open for business in this facility. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And then uh, last year I started the Roku channel. We've always had uh, done TV production and things like that. But as you can see on the screen, uh, our channel was playing right there. Um, and I started the Roku channel one year ago in March. So we're celebrating our one-year anniversary of our Roku channel as well. Uh, but, but what I wanted to do was be sure that we included the women who are producers, hosts, uh, videographers um, that are part of our network um, in a celebration. Because sometimes um, the women get overlooked in the entertainment business if they're not mm -hmm. the trophy part of it, if, if that makes any sense, right? So if they're not the one that's doing the model part of it, then we're really not paying them attention. We, women are intelligent, we're beautiful, and we create things, and we edit things, and we push things. So I wanted to be sure that the women that, not to take anything from the men in our network, but I wanted to make sure that the women in our network overstood that I see them, and I appreciate them, and I wanted to put out just something small and straight to the point about each one of the women uh, who are either producing the show or hosting the show or doing both on our network. So that's what we did uh, at Ground City TV. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, I, and, and yeah, I think I think it's definitely forgotten. I, I know, um, you know, for me, when I'm on so many shoes, especially in the wrestling world, like I hardly see. Uh, 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 you know, women in the background production of things, but it's great to see you know this this happening on on this end of things and, and putting that for on the forefront. Yeah. So that's great. Thanks. So um, that's cool. So so I, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, sneak in a little question I have for independent wrestling. Uh, what 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 have you learned over over the first year of uh, streaming your own uh, uh, channel over there? For me. Mm hmm. <laughs> What was your biggest takeaway from the first oh, year here? The biggest thing that I learned, um, or, or, and, and I, I want to say this is a lesson re reiterated through my whole career. We have to stay consistent. We have to stay consistent on what we're doing as far as submitting our shows, making sure that it's updated as best we can, and getting that fresh stuff out there. And it's always been like that with everything that I do. You have to stay consistent because Roku is a huge, we're talking over 14,000 channels, right, mm -hmm. that we're in competition with. Let's be real. So in our first year, we were able to get, uh, we're at uh, 3,500 uh, subscribers right now for our first year. Not bad. Our goal is to get 10,000 in our first two, two and a half years. And that way we can start being listed on the Roku site itself. Like you could type us in and find us, 
but we're not that main, we're not in the main thing. When you go to the website, you can't watch us on Roku's website. We get those 10,000 subscribers, 15,000 subscribers. Now you better go right to their, their online uh, presence and watch us or download our app or go to our site or add us on your Roku TV or device. So we're really trying to push as a force for independent um, shows, period, independent content and content creators. But as far as wrestling goes, <laughs> What I, you know what I, what I appreciated was that you were able to find a format to continue to send me. Uh, when when we couldn't go outside, you came with the Sundays part where the sisters interviewing people, just kept it fresh, kept it moving, and giving us the backstory about a lot of these guys uh, and gals that are in this wrestling. I think it's the fun. I love it. I crack up laughing whenever I get an opportunity to actually sit down and watch them because I can't watch them all, but. They're they're just awesome. Also, uh, wrestling, independent wrestling is the longest running show on Grand City TV Network. World. Oh, yes. Well, uh, that's been that's been awesome to, to put that yes. up there. Thank um, you. No, no, thank it was it, you, and then it, it was you first, then Sykes, then Shaw City TV. So yes. Oh, if anything, hey, if anything's more uh, more consistent to me, it's Sykes because that been, that guy's been going oh, as long man, as I guy. have, if not longer, at what he's doing. So, but to the point where I just look, I, he's like, pick whichever one you want, but I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> and no. I think this week I'll try. It's it's just crazy yeah, how yeah. You know, to see him grind, I, I remember being a, a show a showcaser uh, and putting him on my shows, putting him on my TV shows, putting him on stage and fussing at him because he was not doing up. He wasn't doing to his potential and I knew mm -hmm. he wasn't. Mm -hmm. And I would fuss at him all the time. And then to have him interview me and say, hey, Buttons, I remember when you were fussing at me and I believed <laughs> you and now I'm doing this. And he's almost outgrinding me. I won't let him outgrind me. <laughs> But I'm getting old, so I don't think I can keep up. But They're, that guy just goes 100%. He's an awesome energy, great interviewer, and his ideas and his music sense is phenomenal. So I really like Sykes. That's my guy. Shout out to him. Yeah, we had him on earlier this year um, uh, as well to talk about what he's doing. It's a Start the Beat with Sykes uh, yes. show, and he's on, again, <laughs> every platform as well. Uh, you can see what he's yeah, doing. he's too. everywhere. Give him he a shout everywhere. out. Oh, I'm going to subscribe to him as Awesome Cast while we're here. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, right. Um, some He's great, awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, so, uh, uh, no, they're great to be part of it, and I'm glad you're enjoying what we put out there um, yes. because we're just like, oh no, do we just keep putting out wrestling matches? There's no new stuff. <laughs> so, how back should how far back should we go? But uh, no, I'm glad a lot of those old conversations it's are, it's are going, coming up there. You can't replace classicness. No. it's classic. And we had a lot you know? of, we had a lot of fun because there's there's some people we've interviewed that made some 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 waves in the last couple of weeks on television so it was cool to be like hey here's here's uh you know somebody that that just had a crazy main event on AEW in my basement playing with our toys yeah <laughs> things yeah, like right. that so <laughs> um, like, like yeah like her second 2016 her second year in the business but yeah. so all right i want to move to katie who's uh who caused some controversy on friday uh, <laughs> uh for a moment here so so katie uh, uh tell, tell us what happened uh, Friday, as I've been talking about uh, for a while, was, was the big day. It was the Sanrio uh, cards that were released for Animal Crossing, where you could get um, six cards, and it came in a pack. And you were able to get various furniture around Hello Kitty and other and, uh, you know, friends from Sanrio. And, uh, yeah, so 
uh, I went to, I was up all night because I didn't know when Target was going to release. I, I was, I, my plan was to order it online. Uh, and if, because I wasn't sure how to get a hold of it, um, I was going to order it online and see if I could pick it up. And so I kept checking Target's website, Target's website all night, nothing, nothing. And like checking Twitter and Twitter's like, oh, they drop it at this time and they drop it at this time. And so I, I slept, I barely slept the whole night. And I had to get Animal Crossing Sanrio for me and my niece to play with, obviously. <laughs> and um, kept checking it and then hit seven in the morning, nothing. And my Target opens at 8 a.m. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to Target. I'm going to put my clothes on and head over to Target. And I sat and hung out in the parking lot for a while till before they opened. And there was a few other people in the parking lot with me. And about a little bit before eight o'clock, we got in a little line and um, <laughs> to get... And a gentleman in front of me was actually looking for Pokemon cards. So I should have grabbed those for Chilla. We were talking about that before the show that I should have grabbed the Pokemon cards for Chilla while I was there. Uh, go walk to the back of the electronics store and was like, do you have the Sanrio Hello Kitty um, Animal Crossing cards? And they said, yes, we do. Limit of two. Here you go. I said, thank you. Guy behind me was looking for the same thing. He's like, I, I need to get these for my girlfriend. And I was, it was, you know, checked out. Walked out the door, posted a picture of me holding the two packs of cards because the plan was I was getting one for me, one for my niece. And um, didn't realize that Target was only supposed to be selling its pre-sale online and you go and pick them up later to make it mm. fair. And because they didn't want people lining up for the cards because, you know, the whole COVID thing. I didn't know that. Uh, it was in very small print in the ad. <laughs> and maybe they talked about it online, but I didn't see it. And for me, the ad, uh, Target ad is in their app on my phone. And it's, if you've ever seen, it's like this big and you can't see it. Oh, it's like, print. A, it's like a PDF of the ad, isn't it? Like something yeah, crazy they, like that? Yeah. And then like they have the list of the products below and like the Animal Crossing was there and it was available Friday, available Friday. That's all I kept saying. And there was no other additional information. So I assumed I could just go in and buy it. Well, people did not like that. <laughs> so <laughs> I tweeted this, didn't think anything of it. And um, folks are retweeting my picture of me smiling like an idiot with my windblown hair, like, eh. um, saying, oh, yeah, Target, you really honored your, do you know what online only means, Target? And oh my God. <laughs> I was just like, what the heck? Because I had no idea because I started getting people tweeting at me and tweeting, you know, retweeting and, and posting. And most of the people were very nice. Like they were just, no, and it was not, there was no personal attacks on me, thankfully. Cause I was like, I, I flat out replied to a lot of them. I was like, I had no clue. I just went in cause I didn't know. And you know, I'm old and we stood in line for things like this. Oh no, you got, <laughs> you got, you got in a response from, uh, the actual, uh, what's this animal, the animal, oh, this is animal crossing world. I thought it was like Nintendo's account. <laughs> Thankfully, no. uh, yeah yeah so uh i guess people were responding to like like the blog says oh yeah it's gonna be target you can't purchase them and then somebody just has your picture says apparently you can walk in yes. <laughs> that is me. So. and the worst part was like a lot of people so they were pre-ordering the pre-order actually didn't drop till 9 a.m to mm -hmm. even buy these so you were supposed to go online immediately at 9 a.m order it and pick it up at the store later yeah people got heated because it sold out within minutes yeah and people like me were like la, 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 la. <laughs> and like and then there was concern that we were gonna mess up the people buying them online in target thinking they had the stock they had quantity they and they didn't oh. oh yeah and it was like 
I, you know, all these things I didn't oh, think God. about. And yeah. I mean, I assumed me re- getting, checking out the register took it out of the quantity. So what, you know, at least I was hoping. Well, that I, was I'm happening. amazed they let you check it out that nothing flagged when you got the checkout. Oh, there was something next to it when I checked out on the little, but it was self-checkout. So (laughs) (laughs) there was something, it was like an exclamation, exclamation point or something there. I I was like, that's just odd. And I thought, no one said a word. I was self-checkout. You're just like, like, okay, run the credit card, head for the gate before they catch me. Before the anim- before the animal Hello Kitty police tackle me at Target. But, but if it was that if it was that big of a deal, like they shouldn't have even had them out no. in the store. Well, okay, so some people had them out in the store. There was rumors there were at some of the stores they had them out on the shelf. Um, I went to the counter and they were in a box, and I asked an associate for it, and he was like, "Oh, here you go." And like like they were just taking the stock out, like it wasn't like they hadn't stocked the shelves. Okay. So that's what I thought had happened. Okay. Where, so when you went to the, did you go to the counter in electronics or did you go to the service desk counter? Electronics. So see, yeah, that doesn't, I mean, usually like when they're serious about that, usually it's at the service desk I, behind I, the counter. I just appreciate how you like Inspector Clujoed your way into this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> That's impressive. That's that's great. <laughs> so now I'm I am a holder of a six dollar item that could, is selling on eBay for hundreds because they're they're not supposed. I don't know if they're going to be releasing more. Um, but yeah, really enjoyed the expansion. So if you get a hold of it, it's great. Um, but the really really fun thing about it is they are amiibos. Mm-hmm. So if with this set of cards, there's not really a limit to how many switches you could put these characters on no way there is a little, yeah so there is a little bit of a process to put them on um you have to like each so there's six cards and there are six characters six neighbors um each one you can only add one load essentially one card per day so it's a little bit of a process and i did some time traveling to make sure my niece could have all the furniture because again you can only order five things and mail out two things from your your island so I, I did a lot of time traveling. I spent hours. My niece has no idea. She's mm-hmm. five and has no clue how much work and how much controversy I caused her to just get like Hello Kitty stuff. And when, oh. when she's older, I'm going to remind her of this. But the nice thing is, is so like I was able to use her cards to load them onto my Switch. And um, I'm going to be handing off to some friends uh, these cards so that they can load them onto their Switch. And I have a little bit of a list going. So locally. Um, we can share and you know, yeah, but so how do you load, work. how do you load them on? Is it, is it like the old amiibo where you tap or is it? Um, there is. So in the card on the back of the card, there's like a little amiibo, amiibo the square and on the switch on the right joystick, uh, you, you go and you, you go to your resident service and it says invite amiibo, uh, camper with the amiibo and you just hold it above that right, right joystick. And okay. it loads that particular amiibo in, so you don't. It's pretty. It's and really, really easy. And that's a NFC technology, I believe, right? Like your what your phone mm-hmm. does. Basically, t- same technology your phone uses for like Apple Pay, right? Mm-hmm. So um, interesting, interesting. Ooh. Wow, wow. <laughs> Should have bought a third one for the uh, for your niece's call for your niece's I college fund. To limit of two. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> you should have just right. taken. Oh, you should have used that rule. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I broke every rule in the book except for but that. That one. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. I, try, I'd be interested if you took the pack that's still sealed mm-hmm. and held it over the switch. Will it scan Ooh. through the pack? No. You could have gone in. No. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> they they, they would have thought of that, right? Right? I don't know. But. But if they're if they were only meant to be pre-sale and handed out, I don't know. Man, I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. Well, uh, if we can go to the uh, hot items that uh, Katie has, <laughs> <laughs> to other expensive items, uh, chill- not paid for items. <laughs> yeah, well, well, no, no, this is going to be a very paid for item for the looks of things. Uh, uh, Chilla, you have a story in here about a Pokemon card, and this uh, is not the Pokemon card I think that your friend from the line, Katie, was uh, looking for, right? It could have been. I don't know. They were <laughs> so Chilla. What is this? So a a Charizard. Card. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like I'm just getting into Pokemon, but a Charizard would, yes. card. Charizard is a big deal. The the original they're they're referencing the 52 tops mantle, the 86 Fleer Jordan, and the 79 Opeachy Gretzky in comparison with this card. Oh, um, the Charizard Pokemon card. Now it did have a mint rating of 10. The PSA 10 gym mint, dis- mint distinction, distinction um, for this card was a 10. So it was pristine condition mm. sold through PWCC auctions on eBay for $311,800,000. Wow. Um, so over a quarter of a million dollars. Um, for this 1999 first edition shadowless Charizard um, card, which I thought was amazing. There were 2,600 of those cards submitted for rating. Um, It was one of the only, it was one of 122 that got the PSA 10 gem mint distinction. So there's another 120, 121 of those cards floating around out there. <laughs> if, if you had the whole stack, just think. I'd say I'd say if you got a five and up, you got some pretty good uh, cash in your pocket there. Uh, yeah. So, jeez, you know, in these day and age, a lot of stream IO. Yeah, in this, in this day and age, <laughs> when we're talking about NFTs, non fungible tokens, and people selling basically like your first tweet. And uh, 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 PNGs and and clips from the NBA. Uh, uh, it's nice to see something physical going for an obscene amount of money. Well, <laughs> and, and that's the thing that ki- that that kills me is, and I don't know if you've bought in a pack of Pokemon cards lately, but in every pack of Pokemon cards, there's a QR code. Mm-hmm. That QR code is then for a pack of digital cards. Yeah. Yeah. In the iOS game. In the game? Or is it like a... I guess it's the game, huh? So the, the, yeah, there's so a, the iPad, there there is a online version of Pokemon right. that they... You get... You have to go through like the... It's like the card game. And you go through some of the training stuff and you get a random blister pack and a 
base basic deck to work with. And then you can buy digital packs of cards. Now, I don't know if you can try, I haven't gone as far as trading the cards or anything, but I'm interested now, now that we've started to, to be able to find a few packs here and there. Yeah. I'm interested. Am I going to be able to like go on eBay and be like, for $100,000, so, I'll trade you this digital card. <laughs> not know, not knowing the technical background, how this app works, my guess is no, because I would say, I don't know, because I guess it, the stream keys and things sell. Like, I don't but think... You don't, you don't know what's in that pack. That QR right, code's only right. good once. Right. But if you if you remember back to the Diablo days, where people would get very rare digital goods in Diablo. Yeah. And there was the trading. Yeah. yeah. There were people selling digital goods on eBay. So I think you would, you would meet up in a, in an online game and trade, trade it for the money. So I guess the difference is where we're talking about like the, those NFT things that have been in the news the last several weeks where you like, you know, you have a blockchain that's not owned by somebody, right? That, says you own this thing like that's the equivalent of the bank saying you have a hundred dollars in your account right you know it's a it's a it's 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 something in you know supposedly infallible that says this is of worth and belongs to you uh i think the so instead of a blockchain or your bank saying that so now you're dependent on uh, whoever hope makes so, hope who, someone doesn't tops? break into your account. And no, grab well, yeah, your, yeah. It it, 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 it depends cards. on whoever whoever does who who run, who does the Pokemon cards. Is that is that a certain company? Is that Game Freak? Is it uh, who? I don't know who. Does, I know who, their copyright Nintendo. Right. It's like a weird. Right it's a weird joint thing with Nintendo, mm-hmm. and they don't like outright own Pokemon. I guess. So let's say let's for argument's sake say Nintendo owns that app, runs that app, like Nintendo says you own the thing so if you transfer it through another way and then trade it like that is registered there with nintendo and that's up to them to keep that so the fun part is if nintendo decides oh this app is done there goes everything you spent a bunch of money on that's the problem (laughs) versus the blockchain the blockchain i think theoretically is this infallible thing as long as computers in the world run right i don't i don't begin to understand blockchain but uh, that's that's as far as I've, I've grasped so far. So it's good if it's good enough for money, I guess. Um, it's good enough for Pokemon cards. Is there an NFT Pokemon card? That's the next question. I that which I have not, not yet. For. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Maybe that's the next thing. Maybe we just see the NFT stuff get inserted into these other programs, like the Tops Trading Card app or something like that. So, all right, let's hit one more story. This is a. Uh, Good news? Uh, question mark uh, uh, thing that's rolling out. Uh, of course, a lot of people getting the vaccines uh, um, uh, coming up, and I saw this story about New York. But actually, uh, I understand that there's. Um, I think they're talking about support for something like this across several states um, would be participating. I hope it works out better than the COVID tracker app that I never got verification for when I got it. Uh, but New York apparently rolls out the first digital COVID-19 vaccine passport in the U.S. So this is a QR code. None of your information is anywhere except for on your phone. But, uh, you know, once you get your 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 vaccine, you're able to register with this thing and uh, verify for things like concerts and events that you are indeed vaccinated or apparently have tested uh, negative 
in in a, a adequate amount of time before whatever the event is. That's good because I know there's concern about you know I know some people you know we chat with you know don't want a vaccine for very legitimate reasons and uh, you know and so if you're say hey you need a passport that becomes kind of a issue. Um, but I'm glad to see this one's allowing you to test negative to still participate in some sort of event as well. Um, so uh, again, another technology, um, you know, hopefully <laughs> I think we're talking about concerts and stuff, so it's not exactly an everyday thing. Uh, but I'm, I know they're talking about versions of these for things like airports and, and, uh, travel as well. So, um, no, I thought that was a pretty big deal. You guys have any thoughts on this? I haven't heard of anything in like Pennsylvania rolling out or, or anything like that. It's interesting because one of the things that I called out here was wedding venues, which yeah, my sister's getting married um, soon. And that's one of the biggest things like, well, if it's a nice day, it's going to be here and it's going to be outside mm -hmm. and this many people are invited. And then if it's not, it's going to be here and it's going to be restricted and there's going to be this many, like it's, mm -hmm. there, there's a lot of, effort and time and her, I'm sure hurt feelings and, and other things, something like this that could allow that to expand, I think is great. And, and with confidence the, and hopefully with a little bit of confidence, right? Yep. Uh, and, for and the events back like that. to your point of, of blockchain, it looks like it's powered by some IBM tech mm -hmm. and uses, they, they don't store or track private health data and uh, uses a combination of blockchains, distributed ledger and encryption to help secure the data. So you shouldn't be able to fake the passport as well as you shouldn't be able to fake the identity. So uh, very cool tech. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's called the Excelsior pass for this version of it at least. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's meant to be something to help ease us back into normality, especially in some place like New York. It's obviously, more people, you know, um, and, and, and had a big issue with this early on. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. And also it's like everybody has to have an adequate phone. So there's definitely a technology gap that this may be an issue for as well. Um, you know, a, uh, a, uh, um, you know, you know, a lot of people can't get a phone for whatever reason, so they can't. But then again, they also may be, not be people that would be participating in the types of things that this happened before. So doesn't it say in the beginning that they could you could print it? You can print it as well, did they? Well, there you go. So um, you can use your phone's virtual wallet on an Android or iOS or a printout. Yeah, print out of the QR code. Yeah. Yep. And it just the the QR code is, is registered too. So early the initial adopters will be the large venues they say, like Madison Square Garden in New York City. So um yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm glad there's options and um and they're building this kind of stuff up. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. So um let's see, we got time for any more. I think it's time to wrap oh real quick, real, real, real quick since we mentioned Pokemon. Uh Niantic Labs is teasing that they want to do their own Google Glass kind of thing, AR glasses, so we can play our Pokemon with their eyes up, apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, and 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 what are Peekman? Our Peekman we were talking about last week, walking with Peekman from Nintendo. So if anyone's gonna do it, which is funny, I mean Niantic is still a Google spinoff, right? Yeah, I think that I think there's an ulterior motive here. I what, think this is what's your ulterior motive? Based, 
based based on the data gathering that they want you to do to complete um what are they called in pokemon go like the stamps mm-hmm. you know the one the one type of the one type of task you have to do I can't remember what it is. It's the one where you get the stamps and you get like six of them and you get like some unlocks. See, I haven't been in there. The, the field, the yeah. field research. Yeah. So a lot of the field research that I've been getting, and obviously you can toss that back and try to get another one with a different spin um, at a gym or location. They want you to AR scan the locations. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they're trying to get people to do the hard work to build three-dimensional mapping. So they're sending the people out to chase after Pikmin and Pokemon in order to 3D map the world for like some kind of future like 3D street map application of some sort. Yep. Or they'll just sell the data. Yeah. I think if every, I mean, it, like just like. Tom Tom was the original one selling selling most of the maps to most of the companies doing mm-hmm. GPS. Mm-hmm. Um, or do they just become a seller of that data? Because think about it, you can you can go back. I mean, if you have people continually playing and they're playing the different games, you're going to continue to get updates. Mm-hmm. And just like Street View, where they if send they're the doing cars that, out, if they're doing that, they better get, these these glasses better be dirt cheap or free. If they're doing that, like, oh, why? <laughs> why? Because we get all the information doing it with your phone now. Yeah, yeah. You're doing it with your phone now. And, um, and, and I'll tell you what, and the I'm AR paying them for Pokemon. a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's the the camera phone or whatnot, but the AR is getting a lot. Could it better. be because you have you have, uh, do you have the phone with five lenses on it at this point? Mine only, has, the, mine yeah. only has three. Here's only only three lenses. Well, oh, I guess man. I have four because there's the front facing no yeah but uh uh buttons you just updated your uh your your geek glasses are you ready for um to see pokemon through them no i'm not ready i can barely see period they said they were supposed to help me yes and i gotta look at an angle to see clearly and you want me to look at pokemon on the other side i'm gonna crash into the goddamn wall no i can't no no thank you I think Snap's going to be doing competing in this space too. Oh, of course they are. With their specs. Of course they are. So, so, so you can put googly-eyed faces on everybody around you. That would be great. <laughs> you know, you know those weird facial things they're doing over there. Anyways, uh, <laughs> features. Features. <laughs> the yes. Filters. Yes, the yeah. filters. That's the filters. Right. Yes. <laughs> I just check in and upload my thing, and then I run away. Because <laughs> so, if I start playing with the face things, it's in the middle of the show usually, and I lose like ten minutes. Wow. Uh, so, um, um, Katie, you remember when those happened? Uh, so, but, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Buttons, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a blast to have you on. My pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. It's always a pleasure to see you. And I'm in the squad now. Don't forget, I'm in the squad. In the squad. That's right. That's squad right. Up. Grind City. Glasses up, squad up. Go get Grind City on the Roku, on your Android device, and at grindcity.biz for everybody else. A lot of great content going on over there. And maybe you want to tune in Wednesday nights at 11 o'clock for the Indie Wrestling Showcase. Yeah. 
might want to do that. I think you should do that. Maybe that might be a good idea. What did I put it on this week? I think I guess gave uh, Duke and forty three. Yeah, forty three. Duke and Doe talk about ECW. Yes. (laughs) So that'll be a blast. You'll love you'll love Duke and Doe uh, on that one too. Uh, So, um, but anyways, uh, Katie K Dutter's on the Twitter where you can see all the retweets of the penguins. (laughs) Seventy thousand views on that video on Twitter, by the way. That they did. That's a lot of people. A lot of people have seen your face. That might be almost as many people that saw you in Brazil at one time. <laughs> Brazilian television. Oh my god, that that those the 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 what it was it was two hosts, right? And they interviewed you for that place you used to work. And I was just like you just became like a superstar in Brazil. That's like if we get into Brazil now, if we were allowed to go to Brazil now, I I, I think they'd recognize you on the street. It's me again. <laughs> so <laughs> like I told go. <laughs> so, uh, anything else uh, you got to plug other than your ongoing uh, Sanrio? Oh, no, what's happening? Doesn't, doesn't work. Doesn't work through the packaging. Oh. It's, 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 so within this package, it's, it's, it's um, like a metal package. Not metal, but like maybe aluminum, some sort of like whatever the material that you would wrap like baseball cards in um, is around these cards. So I think they See? figured out they could block it. So they can- <laughs> you don't. Chilla, you don't mess with Nintendo. <laughs> you know anything from Nintendo's history? You do not mess with Nintendo. They know what they're doing. Like you watch that uh, console wars on Paramount Plus. Uh, uh, they like Nintendo was the damn mafia in the late eighties yeah. of video games. It was they were, <laughs> they were gangsters. hardcore. It was ridiculous. Like juxtaposing Nintendo of America versus how like badass like Sega of Japan was was just like wild, wild. And then you had like people sleeping in. In, in days in in America trying to get things to work here for the Genesis. It's it's wild when you go into that. But the, go, Console Wars, Paramount Plus, if you get a chance, go. There's a trial, I'm sure, if you're not on it. But it's not the reason to get Paramount Plus, by the way. I hope you like Star Trek or something. Or the real world, I guess. Chilla, at Chilla on the Twitter. He's got to go. So like we get go. him out of here. I got to go put people to sleep. Uh, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Uh, he's just going to be reading tech specs to his child as he dozes off. <laughs> That's, uh, let me tell you about mobile integration. Uh, <laughs> 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 we'll have Chilla Reads as an on- upcoming humming special on an awesome cast uh, on the YouTube channel. So, Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thankfully, we didn't break anything with our drone or anything else. We just maybe made the internet a little bit mad there. Chilla, we're all still woke, buddy. We're all still woke, Chilla. <laughs> I will see you guys next time. You have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.